Welcome, world, to episode 162 of the Chamberlain and Chance and Alex podcast. I am Chance. I write the games of chance.blogspot.com. It's a variety piece about a bunch of different games and certainly no one game in particular. Joining me, <laughs> joining me as always is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? Uh, I, I am here. I, I am not playing as current a game as you, but uh, I have some things to say about it, that's I'm, for sure. I, I'm honestly kind of sad that I'm not playing a current game right now. Uh, I, yeah. I miss it. I was, th- I was thinking earlier of both the things I'd, r- I'd rather play Sekiro than doing. Like, I can think of any pleasure in the world. I'd rather be playing Sekiro right now. And uh, and with us is I Alex of Daily Crack, DailyCrackPot.blogspot.com. Alex, how is Panchito? Panchito is good. Excellent. Panchito is good. Uh, we just got done with like a 45-minute pet sesh. He didn't poop at me once. Ooh, I'm just okay. watching TV and scratching his neck. And the thing about having a pet bird versus like a pet dog is like, yeah, pet dog, you have to kind of... Sometimes you have to guess where he needs to be scratched, but this bird will, I just have to keep my finger on his head, and before I know it, he's Linda Blair his bottom of his neck to where my finger is, <laughs> and I, I just don't have to even focus on that, so I can just watch TV, and he'll just get whatever he needs scratched, scratched. <laughs> so it sounds like... <laughs> Linda Blair does a verb I like. That's pretty good. That's pretty Thank good. Thank you. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know, man. There's something... There's something kind of creepy about that image. No, of, yeah, of, of, it... of you just sticking on an appendage and your bird pleasuring itself on it. <laughs> scratching. It's like, oh, that's better. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. A little right, lower. A little right lower. There, right lower. There. <laughs> hey, people do it to dogs every day. Gross. But not there. I <laughs> pet the no, dog's ears. Not on the underside of the chin, you pervert. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's... Mm. You never scratch dogs? Mo- <sighs> that's like the best part. Man, I've scratched dogs everywhere. Yeah. So, um... They deserve it. Uh, Ga- Galaxy on Switch. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Still breaking your heart? No, it's it's fine. It's fine so far. It's the real um, deal. It is the real deal. Uh, there's a bit of slowdown, but it's still just fun to play. It's and I'm at the point where I don't even have the mech yet, so mm. I'm just kind of tooting around, enjoying the, the the flight controls. Okay. And I've I've said since like the first time I played this game, the feeling of controlling the motion of this thing in zero gravity is amazing. Yeah. It's it's a really really cool sensation. And so that, at least, I'm quite pleased with. There's absolutely slowdown so far, and I'm not even fighting anything close to what I know it's going to be. So yeah. this thing is going to chug, I'm sure, mm. at the later levels at least. Um, so yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. The mech shows up pretty quick, though, doesn't it? Uh, end of yeah, end of the first quote season. Yeah, because as little as I played, even I got the mech. I got I finished the first season, I think. Yeah, you get it after like five levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It does not surprise it. me that it chugs on the Switch, though. That's not surprising at all. It surprises me that it runs at all, yeah. given that it, it runs on really deep physics and it runs on really slick AI. And those are both really hard to pull off. So, yeah, it, it chugged on the PS4 sometimes. So this is interesting that it even runs. <laughs> Lower resolution. Mm. 720 versus 1080, probably. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. So, did you pay actual money for that? I thought I saw you purchase that with fun bucks or, or yeah. Like every time, I think every time you buy something off the Nintendo eShop, you get like Nintendo coins. Ooh. And when I was looking to buy this, I was like, man, I really don't want to give seventeen bit my money after they've mishandled this property so poorly. <laughs> and but uh, no. And it said, you know, buy with coins, and I'm like, okay, ding. And yeah, my wallet didn't go down, and I still have like twice as many or enough coins to buy it again, basically. Hmm. I got like hmm. fifty bucks worth of coins somehow. So, do you have a, a, a large enough SD card to have all your games installed on your Switch at all times, or yes, do you whoa. cycle things? Oh, you do. Whoa! Do. Yep. 
Breaking yeah. news um, for anyone that likes Risk of Rain. It's it's Risk of Rain Two is up for early access right right now. What? Yeah, I it's, I saw that it was announced, not that it was actually out for it's, early it's out. access. You can get it. It's early access. It's twenty bucks. It's three dimensional. Risk of Rain Two is like yes, it's like a full three D polygon thing, right? Oh my god, this looks this this does not look bad. This looks kind of kind of fun. I don't know because I. I never played Risk of Rain, but it seems really like the liked... 2D-ness of it was kind of part of the game. Oh, my God. It's kind of like when Trine decided to go 3D. I'm like, no, I'm not even going to play that. It's not no, this looks what great. I want. Okay. Oh, my crap. It's all coming back to me. It's perfect 3D representation of it, but, like, not – like, this was made by, like, 40 people, not two people. <laughs> yeah, it looks okay. That looks good. And there was there was a little more money involved this time, probably. It's just a teensy bit. I think the other one was like a, a senior thesis. Huh. I played that senior thesis for like twenty hours. Uh, so, no, Alex. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to talk about Sekiro. Okay. I I, I I just gotta I gotta start talking about this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's frothing. He's just I am. just needs to talk about Sekiro. I really am. And when when Sekiro was announced. Um, you know, just, just the core, the two principal ideas from software, uh, Sengoku era Japan. That's, that's, yeah, they already had your money. You, they you had the hand, instantly. money was in your hand, just I mean, waving you, it around. You didn't, you didn't even have to throw in the Japan thing. And, you know, from software, yay, I'm in. But, <laughs> like, I've always kind of been, like, a little geeky for, for, that, like, you know, samurais and legends and Japan. I always love that stuff. I find it just wonderful. And, uh. Is there a different word than Japanophile? Yeah, like a, what is it, Francophile or something? Weeaboo is a okay. derogatory term for it. Filthy oh. gaijin. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm a weeaboo. Like, but anyway, I don't know. You play the Cinnamon Kagura games? I did. I to... <laughs> that, that, that takes dedication. I, I love Japanese culture. I love um, Okami, but yeah, uh, I, w- I wasn't playing those for the culture. Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> I'm, I'm good without the titty brawlers in my life. It was uh, yeah, okay, but. Your words. In, the, in those games' defense, you know, they are super, but I call them super fun titty brawlers mm-hmm. because they were fun to play. You're, re- you're reading Playboy for the articles. I was, okay, I wouldn't have played it <laughs> if it was a really bad game. It was a fun game. That, that, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not ragging on it. There's, like, just, there's just icing on the cake in the shape of booze. I can't, like, yeah. I'm, I, I will certainly disparage a game because it leans on titties so hard, but I'm not going to say a game isn't fun just because it has titties. No, it looks it. like it, it looks tongue in cheek. It looks neat. It would, no, there's some really disturbing shit. Let's not defend it oh. too much. Okay. But, yeah. No, it's not like there's there's. I have it, no idea. That's not, there, there's an infinite amount of problematic. Why are we on fucking sending? <laughs> I don't know because Sekiro. Because you said weeaboo and we were like, okay, boobs. All right, I, I did not bring up Sekiro. I did. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm trying to deflect my yeah. own personal issues with mm-hmm. from software. Um, but Sekiro, yes, Sekiro. Um, I I am absolutely almost. Devastated by how much I love this game. It's, like this, it's something else. It is so something else, and it's also something, something familiar. It's something familiar in multiple directions. This is a game that simultaneously reminds me of Devil May Cry and God of War and Tenchu and Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, and just so yeah. Metroid, Metroids, so many classic genres kind of combined into this one beautiful beast that retains the. Um, the mysterious nature of a From Software game. There's so much in this game that you will never see if you don't go online and read a guide. <laughs> yeah. There are multiple quests that you wouldn't have even have any idea you'd started the quest. 
uh, like, and, and someone like hands you a thing and says you have to do a thing, you have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. There's What's no content. The plague? Uh... Yeah. And, um, but the, the act of playing, like, I've, I've been talking for a long time lately about how I really wanted, like, a Zelda-like game. Somewhere, something where the exploring felt really, really cool and just, like, a world to explore and fight my way through. And so I, I went back and actually tried Zelda Breath of the Wild and tried that for, I don't know, three days. That held my attention. Um, but that this... That's about right for that game, actually. <laughs> yeah. But this... Why do, why, sorry, why do people love that game so much? The Nintendo bonus. Um, well, the Nintendo bonus, plus it, it did interesting things with open world. It did weird stuff that reviewers really liked. Like, it, it wasn't the same old, same old. Like, there's been, like, already, like, have you played this again? Articles, like, is it that good? No, yeah, well, everyone some... I know couldn't stand it, and that includes you guys. No, I thought the boy I, liked it. I, it's not that I couldn't stand it; it's just that I did not feel like it was the best game of the year, even. Mm-hmm. But the, the boy liked it, didn't he? Uh, he did actually, and yeah, it, sure. it, maybe because he had not played any other Zelda games. This was this was his first exposure to Zelda. Oh, so he wasn't like these dungeons aren't as good as the last three. No, he because he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know. Anyway, Sekiro. <laughs> Sekiro. So, okay, let me let me say this. It, it, in about span of two minutes, I went from saying, "Oh, this is exactly like Dark Souls," to, "Oh, this is nothing like Dark Souls." This is nothing like Dark Souls. Absolutely nothing. This it's is really com- not. This is so deceptively from software that it's something not like you're. You're supposed to. It's it's Bloodborne, but with infinite bullets. Um, like it's constantly about deflecting, oh, and getting in everyone's face, and just timing. Perfectly. No, it's it's not Bloodborne at all. In terms of the combat, really? it's not Bloodborne at all. No, okay. it's Bloodborne in that it's it's very it's a more action centric departure from what uh, from software has done in the past. But it is a complete departure from from the combat of Bloodborne, where every single move in Bloodborne was wait for your opponent to do something, dodge, counterattack. Mm-hmm. That's the loop in in Bloodborne. In so this good. in this game. If you're waiting for someone to attack you, you're doing it wrong. Hmm. In in this game, the correct route, even when you're fighting the meanest boss you've fought so far, is to get right up in their face, bring up your sword, and bring it down, and see what they do in return. And if they parry it, and they come back with an attack of yours, you parry that, and you just keep on rolling on them. And you build the pressure on him, and you build the pressure on him, and they come back with a thrust attack that can't be blocked. So you hit the circle button, you put your foot on the blade, slam it into the ground. Oh, that upset them. That hurt their posture, that hurt their pride. It, like, pride is built into the mechanics of this game, and when you finally, like, beat someone back to the point that they've just been overcome, and you have an answer to everything they throw at you, their posture breaks, you get a killing blow. In there's a boss fight that I just finished last night. It's kind of like uh, the the end of the first third of the game, I think. And it before you can get to the boss, there's a skill check guy, and you know, like that that quick draw sword slash uh, kind of style where mm-hmm. the person like has the sword at their side and they slowly reach for it, and then they just whip out these two blinding strikes that you don't even see. Yeah. You fight a guy who uses that style, and he's called the Ashina Elite, and you fight him just in front of the in front of this big boss. So he's there as a skill check to see what you can, how good you are at parrying. Because if you were to block those strikes, those strikes will go right through your block and damage you. They'll take off about half your health bar. So they're unblockable attacks, basically. Kind no, well, you you block them. They don't do full. If you were, if I was to not block them, they would just kill me. But because so I blocked one, them, they would one shot you. Yes. And this but, is a good time. But because just wait. <laughs> and if I if I were to block them, they would do half damage, and my posture would get a lot of damage. Mm. But this guy walks up to you and goes for the draw, and the sword gleams, 
and you hit the block button twice super quick, just as those two strikes were to impact you. And it goes, parry, parry, ching, ching. And this devastates the elite. No one has ever parried this shit on him before, I guess, because his, his, uh, poise meter just leaps up like 75%. It's like you just, you just kick this guy in the emotional nuts. Mm. And then one more of those, just ching, ching, boom, he's dead. And it's, it's very much about, you can't be passive. Like, if, no. and if you're being passive, it's just like this moment of strategy before, uh, before you turn whatever this person's going to throw at you right back at, right back in their face. Hmm. The combat, this is, I'm prepared to say this is the funnest combat I think I may have ever played. I would Ooh. not go that far, but it wow. is damn interesting. And like, I've gone from like getting my ass kicked like immediately to just flying through those opening bandits like butter. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, me too. And once, the more you understand the system, you can go back and fight guys who gave you a hell of a time. Yeah. And just your understanding of the game mechanics and how it's really like push, 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 shove. Yeah. And kill them. It, it feels like such a push and pull. It feels like such an intimate brawl with these guys. It reminds me of God Hand, but God Hand wasn't anywhere close to this. It's, it, like, I'm like, okay, so. What, name me a funner combat system than this, because I'm having trouble thinking. <sighs> Honestly, I really love Darksiders too. Like I just have, I, I in terms of just pure fun, I gotta go with that. Right. See, Darksiders two, I could handle, so it can't be nearly as hard. <laughs> yeah. If, no, if, if but I'm, I mean, it's if, different because Darksiders two was loot and number based. Yeah. Darksiders this two is not. Darksiders two was a simplified riff on Devil May Cry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't think simple is bad. Simple is, you know, last year's Spider-Man. Um, yeah, God, that was really good. That was, that was super fun, but... The combat but, was pretty simple. The combat was pretty simple, and, and even though it was really fun, um, it, it never gave me the, the adrenaline thrill that this thing does. Yeah, like, the it, hard mode just kind of bored me, honestly. On Spider-Man? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it, because it's it's more about it's really about the ta- in in this and in Spider Man it's really more about the tactics and in Spider Man the answer is always plain as day. And in this, it's in Sekiro, it's uh, you're fighting this guy, like it's a fight, it's a brawl, it's a mm-hmm. it's a real just toe to toe melee. I've never felt I never played a game that felt like this game's combat. It's incredible. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. Did you ever play? Way back here on the PlayStation, Bushido Blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a one-on-one fighting game that actually sounds a lot like the way Sekiro works. A it doesn't bit. have that poise, but it has a lot of the parry, 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 one hit. Oh, you're dead, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Well, uh, in Sekiro, you can you can get like there. There's the person's poison. There's their health bar, and you can beat someone without ever touching their health, just just on poise. And once you break their poise meter, they go into a stun. You can uh, do a finishing blow on them and, and take off an entire health bar off a boss or completely eliminate uh, an enemy. But the thing is, their, how big their poise meter is and how quickly they regain their poise once you stop attacking them is dictated by how much health they have. Mm, okay. So if someone, if you're building up a little poise on someone, but they're immediately kind of regenerating it, uh, what you need to do is figure out how to damage their hit points. Yep. Like yeah. there's some things that are just invulnerable, and what you have to do in actuality is just get rid of their posture, and then they're dead. And Otherwise, you'll have to kill them like three times. Actually, there's there's a mini boss that Alex hasn't seen yet. What it is, 
is it is a Bloodborne style or a Dark Souls style knight in shining armor oh, okay. on, on a bridge, like heavy plate mail. And he, the armor is so effective that you can't damage his hit points. So you have to. The only, yeah, and he's got this giant, giant sword. So the only way to beat him is to deflect everything he throws at you and constantly use abilities that hurt his posture, uh, to the point where you can, you can finally get a finishing blow on him. And then once you do that, he still doesn't die. This game is, this game is amazing for having multiple, um, multiple layers to each fight, and as it goes on, it just gets crazier and crazier. And I've spoiled some of the later fights for myself, and some of the shit that happens in this game, I I can't wait to see it for myself. Like, it, it's everything, everything I've seen in this game so far, I absolutely love. And it's hard. It's hard as balls. I, I uh, didn't think From had this in them to be this different. It's so different. And yeah. the reason for that, do you know how development on this game started? No. It was a Tenchu game. It was literally a Tenchu game. It was literally a Tenchu game. Huh. Um, From Software still had the rights to Tenchu, I believe. But uh, Acti- they and Activision are kind of like not squabbling, but they worked together on this game. Yes, and Activision, um, Activision published. They made a few, and they published several Tenchu games in the West, at least. And so I think what happened was they went to From and said, "You guys have the Tenchu license. We'd love to make another Tenchu game. Can we work with you on this?" And From said, "Sure, give us some money. We'll make a game." But here's the deal. We have total creative authority over this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can give us notes, and we can ignore them at our leisure. And Activision said, sure. And the more uh, From kept working on it, the more Miyazaki kept working on it, the more it kind of departed from what a Tenchu game was. But you can see the Tenchu game yeah. everywhere in it. Like, this feels like a Tenchu game left and right. Um, there was a... There was a the stealth uh, is amazing. The stealth it's, is it's great. It's so fast-paced and yet methodical. I love it. Yes, and uh, you can totally see the Tenchu in uh, one of the two videos I put up yesterday. One is called Seven Spears. And you can see me just, like, completely avoiding an entire courtyard, you guys, just by running across a rooftop. Um, so that's that's really just baked into the DNA of the game. But the thing is, in a Tenchu game, when you get spotted... You're and done. You, ...and you have to throw down with your sword, you're done. Yeah. In uh, In Sekiro, when you get spotted, that's when it starts getting really fucking fun. And, yeah, you don't want to fight, like, five guys at once, of course. No, but, like, if you can get three guys in a room, they're fucked. Yes. And, well, there's some guys you don't want to fight three in a room. No, not, not the dudes with the clubs. Yeah, there's there's some there's some samurai later on who are just, like, these, these haughty, you can tell these guys are, like, you know, social elites. Fantastic. But, but, there's so much character in the enemies. Yes, but they're really, really good with their swords. God, I love, one of the bandit alarm calls is one of my favorite things ever. I don't know what he says, but it's just got this great baritone to it and like are, it, it are you playing with the english voices no okay i'm i've got to remember to turn them on because i've heard um, i've heard good things about it i've seen i've heard the english voices in cutscenes. and i i think they're good and not only that but like i'm i'm i was watching one of the videos of a boss fight and the boss was talking to me during the fight i hadn't even noticed because he was talking in japanese <laughs> so because i'm not going to read subtitles in the middle of the boss yeah you're the busy. japanese is just bursting with character. I love it. it so what's funny is is um, From Software was actually sending like weekly builds to Activision of this, mm-hmm. just for input. And at one point, Activision said, hey, why don't you include some more tutorial stuff? Yeah. From Software is like, <laughs> stupid Americans. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's it. Activision may have had some money in this, but this is From Software's game. No, yes, nobody touched 100%. this from. 
No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no one. You, you don't get any <clears throat> sniff of anything but from. Yeah, and man, they have earned that. And uh, even even like the just the little opening levels. Every single level is so dense with with character. detail and character and things to discover. Um, and narrative, like this is this is like Bioshock esque world building. Yeah, I'm narrative. learning a lot about Japan and architecture. Well, I'm learning a lot about. Um, there's the whole game appears to be working on themes of immortality and yeah. the uh, the corruption that comes as a result of that. And the the, the most ex- extreme example I can think of it is there's a beautiful Buddhist temple that I've discovered, and it is surrounded by these badass kung fu Buddhist monks mm, who cool. are there who are there to kick your ass, man, and they will try their best. And um, but as you explore, you notice that there's dead bodies everywhere. Like lying, lying in the woods, and hmm. there, there's, you only went over there because you saw an item. But then when you look at the ground, there's a dead body there. So like, there's there's all these mysteries waiting to be solved. How did those people die? In the very first, when you think about the the, the estate, the estate memory, Alex, mm-hmm. did you find the guy who wants to buy your uh, fish scales? No. Yes. Yes, you I did. did. The guy on the on the bucket. Yeah, I walked right past him. I walked right past him, and I played that thing probably five times. Well, I wanted and, to see if those sharks would eat me, and it turns out, oh, wait, no, it's a fish, and if I kill it, I get something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I found that dude. It was like, oh, and this bucket's going to talk to me. I love you, From Software. Mm-hmm. So this is, um, I'm doing, I'm doing a really bad job of explaining why this game is amazing. It, it's not something I can easily explain. Some, you just got to try it. You really do, and... Because it just looks, no, you it do. looks like Dark you do. Souls. It's really not... You, yeah, it's really not. You need to put this on the list. Well, it's on the list. Good. It's just that that my money for April's already been spent. I, yeah. I've, I've already pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 11. Well, it, I mean, it tries to done. teach you that this is not Estus. This is not going to save you. This is a Band-Aid. You're talking yeah, about like the, if, the if flask, you the health flask? Yeah, Estus is a health flask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and if you rely on your gore to heal, you're, you're just going to get your ass kicked. No, you're not. not I, I did. I, um... The what what I've learned in the boss fights is just never give up, because yeah. what you need to do. I think about I read a novel called Shogun by a guy named James Clavell. Mm-hmm. Is that and, the one that turned into the miniseries? Yes. Okay. In Shogun, uh, ninjas are presented as these like feral religious zealots, who you can cut one of them in half, and the top half will keep on crawling after you if you are their target. Because to them, uh, the only thing in the world that exists is the mission. And once they complete their mission, they go back to their headquarters and uh, with all the money that they made from the job. And then they commit ritual suicide because their entire purpose is complete. <clears throat> they, they did what they had to do. And in Sekiro, um, there, are, there are multiple bosses where I was like on my last leg. Like I have used my ninja resurrect. I have no potions left. All I have is my ability to deflect what this fucker is throwing at me. And I'm gonna win. <laughs> um, and, and you can do that. I get that feeling again and again and again in this game. Um, and the, and it is, what's weird is the combat is more complicated than any from combat has ever been. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yes, far and away, far and away. Uh, but that also makes it more interesting and way more fun. And the better you get at it, the more you really get a feel for it to the point where I'm walking up to enemies. And running up to them and hitting them with the sword and just seeing what they do. Because <laughs> whatever they do, I'm going to start fighting them instantly. Because I've just kind of gotten that comfortable with all the controls. And no matter what they throw at me, I can kind of read it. And I know what the game will ask of me. And I understand that 
if a flaming bull, a giant what appears to be a four-ton bull with a massive hay bale on its horns that is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen that, yeah. Charges at me. And it doesn't have the symbol for an unblockable attack popping up. I can parry the bull. <laughs> Shish kebab, biatch! Uh, yeah, it's not realistic. And, and the bull, yeah, but, but you begin to understand it. You begin to understand yeah. it and it really clicks. And the game, so the combat is harder. The game is easier. The game is way easier than any Souls game. Because of the way the res system works, you are constantly given chances not to lose anything. Not only that... But in Souls games, I would have, I can think of countless examples where I had like seven, eight, nine, ten levels worth of souls on me. Cause I'd been grinding this area so hard, or I'd just beaten a boss or something, and I kinda wanted to see what's in the next room, and then I lost ten levels worth of souls. Oh, it sucks. I would like, oh, I can't even imagine at that point in time. I, oh, you, you wouldn't want to be near me. Animals would suffer. Oh, that, it'd be bad. That can't happen in Sekiro. Nope. As soon as you get enough XP for your next skill point, which is all you get when you level up here, ding, you have a skill point. That's it. It's yours. No one's going to take it. You well, it does go down your if sk- you don't bank it. Your skill points? Yes, they do. Your skill points do not go down. I, I swear I saw them going down after I died. Like there was no. a red bar and everything. No, your XP. You lose XP. You don't That's lose... What I'm saying. No. Oh yeah, you don't lose skill points, but yeah, if you don't, yeah, there's, there's if, a, if you buy, if you purchase something in the skill tree, it's yours. No, no, no? that's not what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying that there is there is a difference between a skill point and an experience point. Okay. Gotcha. With enough experience points, you earn a skill point. Ah. Once you've earned a skill point, it will never go away. Okay. So you, okay. So you can spend it at your leisure. Exactly. Now. Gotcha. As you you know build up your XP, if you die, you can resurrect yourself. You haven't lost shit. If you then perform another killing blow, like a finisher, kabam, on anyone, you get another resurrection back. If you die again, you can then res yourself again, you still haven't lost anything. If you were to die at this point, without running back to the idol and saving and kind of like rejuvenating yourself, now you've lost half of your experience points that you've developed so far to the next level and half of your gold. But there's also a system in there to bank your gold. Hmm. You can go to shopkeepers and you can buy, uh, you can buy like, uh, small bags of gold or large bags of gold for 110 or 550 gold. And so it's a 10% markup. So you can, it's, it's very easy going. And it took me probably until I was like four hours into the game before I understood that that's how the leveling works. And as soon as it clicked it with me that that's how the leveling works, I started beating the shit out of this game. I started, I started grinding mobs, I started grinding areas, I started getting more powerful, getting all these abilities. There's an ability called the Mercury Counter, which is huge. Like, fuck, everything about this game is so good. It's so good. So, Alex, uh, give me your thoughts on this. Um, Chance I'm is obviously real... in love. Yeah, I'm having a real hard time with it. Okay. And I was getting it, that sense. It, I'm just getting, I don't know enough about it yet. Like, I, I thought the fight with the ogre was tedious. It's hard. Like, he's just got too much health. Like, I, I get what I had to do to kill him. I was, it was just kind of bored the amount of times I had to do it. You're talking about the flame vent? No, I'm I just, like, he just had way too much health. And even if I stealthed him, it would it was like a f- eight-minute fight. Yeah. And but... all he would, all I really needed to focus on was just dodging the grabs. 
Okay, it still took like five minutes. You saw that it told you multiple times that this enemy type is weak to fire, right? Yeah, I kept hitting him with fire, and like it would do a little bit of damage, but nothing crazy. You, you have to get the fire debuff on him so he goes crazy trying to put it out. Hit him with oil first, get right into his face with a flame bend, then you light him on fire with one hit. Okay. And then, when he's flailing around, when he's done flailing around from that, hit him in the face with a handful of ash. Like, basically, he's not a guy that you can fight in a normal way. Because they're trying okay. to teach you about the red eyes effect. And that's the first only red eyes guy I've fought in the entire game. Hmm. No, the, the ogre is... Uh, I'm, I'm on a lot of forums right now. For Sekiro. See, okay, here's the thing. Alex is an observant guy, mm-hmm. and he didn't see that. No, he did. Is he it, just isn't ignored the, it. Well, but... Well, I didn't hit him with oil. I didn't yeah, hit, isn't yeah. the game being a little too obscure? No, no. no, that's the thing with From Software. As long as you put it in the research, you're going to get what you want. But if the research includes looking things up on Reddit, is that fair? No, no, it's... Okay, first that, That's all, actually kind of part of the experience. That is 100% part of the experience. Uh, getting through these games is a community effort. Across the yeah, entire internet, that, that's, part, that's, that. that's part of the nature of the games. That being said, I've always played them single player. I've never pulled in, you know, spirits to help fight bosses. Which you cannot do in Sekiro, right? There's no multiplayer. Correct. Correct. There's right. no messages. There there's nothing. Or at least one buddy. I found. Well, yeah, there was one. AI. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't found another one yet. Mm. Where there's an AI buddy who's going to come help you with a fight, and I don't know what happens if that guy lives. Not only that, but. Yeah, that guy died pretty quick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if what you do in that memory can actually affect reality because it was just a memory. I mean, I love how we can have that conversation from a boss fight in a From Software game, and all of a sudden we're on a philosophical conundrum. <laughs> um, so yeah, I love like, From Software. It, it is hard, but uh, Alex's reaction to finding out that you needed fire was to try the fire and go, "Yeah, it's not really working. I'm just gonna, you know." Well, no, I hit him until he was on fire, and it stunned him for a little bit, and did a little bit of fire damage, but most of it just came from me. Smacking him after he missed me. Yeah, no, you got it. Like, what I ended up doing was I used fire kind of for his first bar, and then for his second bar, it was just me and him. Just toe-to-toe. And on forums, uh, that ogre is is a big problem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, not, many pe- not many people had a problem with Juzo, but everyone had a problem with Lady Butterfly. And most people had a problem with Seven Spears. Uh, everyone had a problem with the ogre. And everyone had a problem with Genichiro. Um, so finally meeting Genichiro last night and having a fight with him. Um, do you remember Vicar Amelia? Yes. So on forums... She dog monster. Yes. But on forums, when Bloodborne launched, Vicar Amelia was like this legendary boss as far as oh, I was yeah. concerned. Like everyone was complaining about her. No one could figure eh, out. And when I, finally, I thought the Bloodstar Beast was worse. Uh, no, I never had much of a problem with Bloodstar Beast. Because well, that was still really bad at the parry timing then. I never got good at parrying in uh, in Blood. Oh, that's that's actually a good thing to point out. Now we talk a lot about how parrying is is necessary in this game. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's a core it's, thing. It is. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. Like if you're not parrying, you're going to lose. It's way easier than you might think. Yeah, there's, there are huge windows. Okay, yes. so you, it's not like a like a two or three frame window. You no, got no, it's it's, it's generous. way more open than Bloodborne was. Yeah, okay. absolutely. And and this Mercury counter, when someone does a thrust and you stomp it into the ground, it's the almost window, automatic. The window on that is massive. Yeah, it's, if you see someone with a pole arm, you're just like, I'm going to kill you so fast. Yes, and and yeah, you just you develop that confidence. And okay, so when Alex met this guy, met met the guy who obviously requires fire. He got the fire, tried it out, didn't work for him. When I met the guy, I didn't have the fire thing yet. So what, what did I do? I went online and found out where the fire thing is. That's part of the experience of a Souls game. 
Really? See, it is. Yeah. No, that would I, piss if, me if, off. If, if okay, if I were to slowly explore this and figure it all out, out on my own, a thousand hours is what I'm going to have to spend, okay, and I wouldn't even get it right probably. Why are you? Why? Why? Why is it okay that they've made a game that requires well, non-game things be, to be successful at? Because I cut my teeth on Dark Souls, and Dark Souls is about no, a that, that's lost, mysterious world where you got to find out shit about it. And Don't, doing research on it is kind of thematic. So but outside of the game, aren't you when, taking yourself out of the experience? So when no. you were a kid, when you were a kid, you're telling me guides, man. that going to the schoolyard and talking about you know whatever you did in Sonic or whatever you did in Metal Gear with another kid and that other kid telling you where to find the machine gun. You're telling me that wasn't part of the experience. The only time that ever really happened was with the original Zelda. But again... And it was just us and, like, the neighbor kids. But fine, that's part of it. That's part of the community experience of Uh, solving But I thought we've gotten past that. No, and it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. No, it is a bad thing because, you know, if you watch a movie, everything you need to know is in that movie, if it's good. In that two and a half, one and a half hours, whatever it is... All that you need to know to understand and appreciate what's going on is in is is present. It is a is a self sufficient part or piece of media. That's not true. I would say it's a choice. Like there no, are that's, good that's movies. The first John Wick has a lot in the periphery. It never bothers to explain, but it's still. But you don't need that to appreciate the game. No, no, the way can, the I message I'm you. getting here from Sekiro is that you need to hit these forums up. To understand what the hell to do. Not no, no, necessarily. No, no. It's, it's, it's you, just you'd have to plug minutes. away at it for a while, but you can yeah. figure it out on your own. You absolutely can. All that information is there. It's all fucking in the game. Yeah. If I were to spend a thousand hours looking for it. I just See, every know, time I, I have to I go to GameFAQs, just... I feel dirty. I feel dirty. GameFAQs is dead. It doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. That's true. Um, I just Google stuff on YouTube. Cheap. I find a Let's Player. Yeah. Um, but, okay, first, first of all, I, I reject your premise. Because uh, the Bioshock. Hmm. What what in Bioshock did you need outside knowledge to understand? Do you think one's experience of Bioshock would be richer or poorer if they had or had not read Atlas Shrugged? I have not oh, read Atlas Shrugged, so it is obviously call. poorer for me, but I still understand the game. Yeah, yeah, I didn't read it either, but I still gathered it pretty but well. But what I'm saying is external information feeds into our understanding of media. Yeah. Context. Cultural context. And we are the culture. It's fucking okay. brilliant. Okay, but... I don't think balancing your game's difficulty around well, that is exactly it's, it's, fair. Jim, it's like a fighting game. Like, like you don't don't you read up on like how to play no, some fighting characters better? That's different. No, that's, that's, that's no, you're fighting that's against other that stuff's people. in the game. Well, you can see in the game that this guy's punch yeah, takes that many frames, and that guy's punch takes this many more. frames. Yeah. Isn't True. that a fatal flaw of the game that those that the amount of frames it takes aren't listed? Good Come game, on. good games. It is listed. Good games with good tutorials. It's in there, and you can see it. Like Skullgirls and Blaze Blue have exceptional tutorials. Excellent parry, sir. Which one doesn't? Fucking Overwatch. There is no Overwatch's tutorial is really not that great. <laughs> no, Overwatch's tutorial is fucking awful. And not only that, but there is nowhere on an official Blizzard site or in the game itself where you can find out, for example, how much damage Widowmaker does when she headshots. That's stupid. That it information is not documented anywhere. You can't even find out how long the cooldown on an ability is on any official. Blizzard documentation. That's not a patch uh, It should be. That should be in like a help thing somewhere. Absolutely. Like, yes. like, uh, yeah, it should. It, it should. It should, should be but an they, FAQ that they update with every patch. It really should. I hundred percent agree. But that should be accessible in game. But but it wouldn't. Over there. You know, that, you only really care about that if you're really into over. Point being, you would be looking at that stuff anyway. Point mm-hmm. being, part of the magic of a From Software game, and this certainly this one in particular, is the mystery of it. And 
if I were to instantly understand everything about this world and every enemy in it, then it's not an exploration. It's, it's just, it, it's thumbing through a catalog. It's not exploring. It's not learning. It's not understanding. It's not overcoming my own lack of understanding. It's not being taught anything. It's not educating me. I'm not growing as a player. That's what these games are about. They're about a sense of wonder and, 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 and beauty and, 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 Death and life. And <laughs> oh, it's wonderful, man! It's wonderful. See, my, that, that is a that is a cute kid. That's hard to do. What are we a cute about? kid. Yeah, the the the, the prince is oh, actually prince. a really interesting character. Um, apparently he gets a lot more interesting. Good. Like I already like him, and I hmm. bet he's more villainous than he lets on. I don't know. I think he's actually good. I think he's good. I, but I, I could see a chaotic good in him. Yes. Because like he seems like way smarter than he wants you to think he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Okay, yeah. I agree. Being smart in that area of Japan is going to have somebody kill you. Yep, it's going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's so good. Like this is, um, if this had come out in 2018, this would have been my game of the year. And I'm, I'm not even a third of the way through. So, no um, I think this year's going to be a little thin, honestly. Actually, this year's looking pretty good to me. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're we not got getting... Outer Worlds and this other little thing that no one's talking about. We'll get to that. Yeah. That's not but, this uh, year. And, and now that now that I'm yeah. playing this, I'm looking at... Um, um, I'm looking at Days Gone coming out at the end of this month, and I'm like... Ugh. Oh, I don't even really? give a shit. Days Gone is at this end of this month? It's at the end of this month, oh, and who cares? I'm, pretty really? sure, I'm pretty sure it is this, still this month, or at least it was yeah. at some point. And playing this, I'm like, yeah. if I'm not done this, and not, I don't mean just mean done, I mean done and put aside, and I'm finished playing it done, I, there's no way I'm getting Days Gone. <laughs> this game is just so fucking good. I won't be able to afford it, and that's not the worst situation. No, no, I, I don't think it'd be a bad idea to wait for reviews on that one. I, I'm glad I don't want it. Let's put it that way. There you go. Hmm. The best way to save money. Yeah, <laughs> because, be like, I yeah. have been sort of thumbing through the reviews of Risk of Rain 2. They're really, really good. Uh, for the last 20 minutes, I've been playing it, and I agree. It's very, 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 very good. You've been playing Risk of Rain while we've been talking. A Risk of Rain 2, yes. You bastard. I, <laughs> I am a bastard. I'm also having a fucking blast. This His is... PC is good enough to do both things at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Oh, but I but will it, say it's just so much fun, you guys. Like this is just uh just run around, shoot stuff, get loot. I will say for the listener, um, if you're you playing Sekiro or don't want to spoil yourself for anything with Sekiro, don't watch anything on YouTube. Yeah, because stuff will pop up in your feed that is mm-hmm. rather, like boss spoilers for the end that I did not need to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I realized that when I was looking up like Bloodborne lore videos, and I was like, hey, if I had never played Bloodborne, this spoils really good shit. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I saw there was some, there was a horrible fucking spoiler tag on Reset Error last night that like spoiled the very end of the game for me. Wow. Oh, it, it hasn't even been a week, guys. And it, and it was just like, so how come? And then the next line was this mat, and then you click the spoiler. It is a massive fucking story, story spoiler oh, from the end. That and sucks. yeah, like I hope that guy get kicked off the floor for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's a bad. dick move. Yeah. yeah. So what has Jim been playing? Well, Chamberlain, pardon me, Chamberlain. That's all right. I'm owned by both. Um, it's finally time for Darksiders three, and I've been playing Darksiders three for a couple of days now. Thanks for biting the bullet. And I will say, first of all, let's talk about how it's a good Darksiders game. Okay. And then okay. we'll kind of move on from there. Fury 
is a good character. Yay. She deserves a better game, but I Aww. like Fury. I, I like Fury because she's different than the other horsemen. She has this absolute hatred for humanity in general. Huh. She just doesn't like us. And she doesn't like the other horsemen. She has this superiority complex. She honestly is an egomaniac and thinks she That's is better. She thinks she should be leading the horsemen and acts that way. So the beginning, and Darksiders 3 spoilers here. I'm going to spoil some of the beginning stuff for this. Um, it's interesting because Fury starts out that, that they kind of go through the story of who the horsemen are, that they are, they are the last remaining Nephilim or the offspring of angels and demons put together. And there was a war involving the Nephilim. And as part of the contract or the truce to end the war, the last four Nephilim become the four horsemen or horsewoman of the apocalypse. But what's interesting is in, as part of that agreement, each of the horsemen are isolated in their whole own world, away from everyone, waiting for the call. So the game begins with Fury and her horse sitting in this gorgeous like hillside, and she is bored out of her goddamn mind. And she looks at her horse and she says, if I didn't love you so much, I would kill you just so I had something to do. (laughs) Nice. And then the call comes. And she shows up. I can't remember their names, but the fiery-headed guys who are like the main powers in the Darksiders universe. Oh, yeah, the Chard Council. Oh, yeah, the Yeah, the Chard Council. Thank you. Yep, yep. She walks up to the Chard Council, and war is already there in chains. So this is obviously after Darksiders 1. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't care. She walks right past him, doesn't acknowledge him, is like, okay, it's time for me to lead the horse one. Let's go. This is, and the, this is fun. And the chart council is like, well, war went early. We're still investigating that. We don't need you to go and cleanse anything. We need you to go out and retrieve the seven deadly sins who have escaped. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? Fine. I am bored. Let's go. And so for the first couple of hours of the game, that's, that's all. Her motivation is just she needs something to do because she's been bored for millennia. And then somebody kills her horse. Oh. And she begins to understand that everything is not as it seems. And then her motivations become a little unclear. It's like, why is she still doing what the Chard Council wants if she's pretty sure they're screwing her, but she's still going after the Seven Deadly Sins because that was her mission? So there's a little bit of story weakness in there. Like, like why is she still doing this if she understands that everybody's screwing her over? And the answer is because the plot requires it, because these are your uh, bosses and you have to go and fight, you have to go and fight them. So it's a little weak in there. Um, but it's, you do, uh, again, on the good points, the, the, the sins themselves are really well designed. They're good looking enemies. They're good looking bosses. The fights themselves are a little rote. They're not terribly interesting, but at least they look cool. Avarice is cool. He's got like the whole world on his back and he's carrying around literally throwing kitchen sinks at you because he's picking everything up. Um, lust is not what you think. Lust is just the lust for something. Lust for power. He or she, lust is actually very androgynous, like a drag queen. I kind of liked how her, her design. Um, but she tempts Fury with her lust for power to be the leader of the horsemen and like puts this vision of her head of the other three horsemen, and you finally see Strife. And Strife is like, he wields guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and you finally see them, and they show up and tell her, you're the leader of the horsemen, and they kneel. And because they kneel, Fury knows that it's fake. Mm-hmm. She's like, you shouldn't have had him kneel, and she goes and kills him. So the, 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 the sins themselves are interesting. 
Um, yeah, this sounds like worth running through just for the story. It, it, it is, but put it on easy because the combat is enjoyable precisely 0% of the time. Oh. Because it is Dark Souls combat done poorly. Okay. So she has a, she has a, oh, that's another thing worth talking about for Sekiro. There is no stamina meter. So you're saying there's a stamina meter? No, there's no stamina meter. I'm talking about, is in, it's incredibly dodge heavy and, and, and regular enemies will kill you in like three hits. Hmm. But the problem is your, your moveset. Now, I may not like from software games. In fact, I blame them for a lot of what I hate mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but I, I do underst- I do understand that the combat in their games is finely crafted and, and balanced to themselves, right? In Darksiders, it's just not. It's like they took the combat system and they tacked super high damage on it because being difficult is the current hotness. Yeah, it sounds awful. And it, it just doesn't, it's not, it's not fun. Um, her, her moveset is limited. I mean, you end up picking up these different abilities, like, like, like a fire moveset, and with a fire moveset, you get nunchucks. And then you get, like, a, a different moveset, and you get this giant hammer, and then a spear for the other one. So you pick up, like, elemental movesets. But the, the problem is, none of those are ever better than the initial whip that you have. And the way you level up, you really need to pick one to kind of specialize what you're going to upgrade. So I've just poured all my, my resources into the whip. Mm-hmm. And there's just not that many moves. Mm. So it's like yeah, the dodge. First, the first Dark Siders, I think, had a problem with that. Yeah, it's 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 like your dodge, and you're fishing for a witch time dodge to use um, bayonetta terminology. That, that last second dodge to get the witch time, at which point you get a big wham and a couple of hits, and then you're waiting again. So, Chancely had said that in Sekiro, if you're waiting around for them to do something to dodge, that's all you're doing. Wait, 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 wait. Dodge, hit, hit, hit. Wait, 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 wait. And if you happen to get a hit, so, then your hit's done so bad that the guy next to you hits you, and the guy next to him hits you, and you're dead. If if you uh, if you begin to throw a, a throw an attack, you can't cancel it with a dodge. No. Okay, so I just at this point I want to throw out there that in Sekiro, when you throw out an attack, you can cancel it with a parry or a dodge or a jump. Go on. Yeah. Yeah, you can in Devil May Cry too. Let's, let's name games with better combat. Devil yep. May Cry, you can cancel <laughs> them too. So. So you just it's, you end up fishing for things, and 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 guys will no sell attacks like there's nothing. Like you're hitting a guy, and you're hitting him, and you're just doing damage, and he's just like whack. He hits you through your attacks. I hate that. I hate it when there's no hit registry. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the combat in itself, it's it's not enjoyable. It's just a barrier to progress, and and my enjoyment of a game is almost always hinged upon making progress, seeing new things. What's the next? thing and when i'm dying and being reset you know to a checkpoint three four minutes back plus a 45 second load time load times are rough and then you get to where you were just to die again it's really hard to keep going man you're gonna it's enjoy hard. so much so being able to resurrect right there might help actually actually it really might so it's it is a thoroughly mediocre game and not at all what Fury as a character deserves because she's a very flawed, interesting, egomaniacal, not exactly likable character. That sounds awesome. She needs a better game. And now that I've seen what Strife looks like, I totally want to play a Strife game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm surprised they saved the gun guy for last. That that takes a lot of restraint. So if we get a fourth one, now I mean, that being said, this sold what they expected it to sell. Who knows what that means? Yeah. And, I mean, visually, it doesn't look that much better than the 360 games. 
It looks like a gen behind. It's, it's not. This is not a looker. I'm okay with that if it's that gen. Yeah, it's 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 not a looker, but the the saving graces are are, are the sin. The saving graces are the sins themselves because See, wasn't that fun? The, the 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 sins look interesting. The boss fights are interesting. They, the way they talk to you is kind of funny. There, um, sloth is this giant bug, and he's just like, I don't want to fight you. I really don't. Wouldn't it be better to relax? And he kind of starts to hypnotize Fury. Let's just let's just kind of do nothing. I could lend you some slaves. It'll be fine. And she kind of like falls asleep. And she's got a watcher, the same way that Death had a watcher from the yeah, Charred Council. And, and her watcher is of course, is of course female. And the watcher wakes her up. Like, no, no, none of this. Come on, let's go. Let's go. And you gotta, then you gotta fight Sloth, which is kind of fun because you have to kill all the guys carrying his throne first. And then you can fight him himself. So, I mean, the, the sins are varied. They're very different. Um, arrogance is, you hate her from the first time you see her. You're just like, oh. And then the, the, the killer is, the first time you see, I think it's arrogance. You don't get to fight her. She dismisses you. She's like, you know what? I'm not even going to mess with you until you take care of the other sins. And then she walks away. And it, it makes you hate her. You just, oh, I want to get back and kill her so bad. I'm afraid so. you're not worth my time, horseman. Pretty, yeah, basically. She's like, no, not going to happen. So, it, it's, it, if you would have taken... Take this game and put like the loot combat system from two in. I would be happy. Oh, this would be awesome. Heart. You're breaking my heart. It would be awesome, but you don't have that. You've got Darksiders skin with Darksiders characters, but inside it's a very poor ripoff of the current, you know, fad of combat that's difficult for the sake of difficulty. Well, I, I like that they tried something different, too. Because that's... They, I don't like They've it. all done something I don't different. Like it. They, no, no, it's fine to try something if you do it well. They didn't do point. it well. They didn't yeah. do it well. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, free on PlayStation Plus this month, The Surge. Yeah. Oh, boy, that does need to be free. <laughs> yeah. I, I returned that. How far did you get in it? I never touched it. Barely. Like, oh, nope. God, there's like two enemies for an entire first level. It's... For, it's was there was there another one? I'm thinking of. Um, uh, You're thinking Lords of the Fallen. No, no, Lords no, of the Fallen. No, no, Same I'm, dudes. I'm thinking, also, no, I'm thinking yeah. of the one the one that was good, and there's two of them. There's Salt and Sanctuary and Hollow Knight. Yep. I think it's fair to call Hollow Knight part of the genre. Yeah. Oh, oh that's so good. That's the other problem with Darksiders Three is that the regular enemies are boring to fight, and if you happen to screw up, they still do a ton of damage. The regular enemies in Sekiro are so fun to fight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, regular enemies in Sekiro are delightful. They are. They are. And in delightful, even, like and, medieval bandits. And when, <laughs> and when they get harder, it just gets better and cooler to fight them. You feel so fucking cool when you beat up people. And then you so run into one that's like giant and groaning in pain. You're just like, oh, God, that sounds awful. Whatever he's going through. I'm going to kill <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's been the experience with Darksiders 3. And I, I, I want to see it through because I want to know if they're going to tease a fourth one because I still have this hope of like, you know, it being actually good, like 2 was, but I don't know. What kind of sucks is, um, you know what kind of reviews the original Darksiders got? And Darksiders 2. Darksiders 2 or 1? Darksiders 2 and 1, actually. Uh, they were they, they were 70s, weren't they? They were 70s, and you know what kind of reviews Darksiders 3 got? What? 70s. No! Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing, Darksiders 2, in my opinion, is an 80. It is. 885. Yes. So was the first one. Yeah, and yeah. three is three is like a seventy sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Dark Shadows two was an eighty five. I could play every two years for the rest of my life. Yeah, I played the first one repeatedly for 
I don't know, three years probably. Probably once a year for three years. There's just, there's mm-hmm. a lot to love about it. Yeah. It's got a great personality. Still coming to Switch, as I recall. An amazing design, great animation. The definitive edition, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Decent story. I think, I prefer Death to War. Death was my favorite, by, yeah. by a wide margin. Yeah. I, I, I actually still think I prefer Death to Fury, but Fury's got some good lines. I just, I just <laughs> love Death's War's got some weapons. great lines. I just love, like, I, I do agree that I think I prefer Death's combat, but I, I definitely prefer War's weapons. And like, yeah, war had some good weapons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just that yeah. fucking sword. I love that yeah. sword so much. Hmm. So that's that's it for me. I mean, I, I Mortal Kombat 11's been pre-ordered. I did not bother with the most recent beta because I'm like, eh, I'll play it anyway. Hmm. And then I was like trolling through things that were on sale on Xbox, and I was like, Soul Calibur six twenty bucks. Okay. Is that the new one? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. I haven't touched it yet. I want to finish Darksiders 3, but by next week I'll, I'll have a sampling of, of, of Soul Calibur 6. I have not played a Soul Calibur game since, like, the Dreamcast. I think I played uh, the one with Vader on PS3. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I kind of asked, who should I start with? And, like, start with Mitsurugi. He's the Ryu. Just learn with him. So, that'll be the plan. So, does that mean it's time for Headlines? Uh, Alex, do you play anything besides Sekiro, or are you kind of, like... You were on um, bird yeah, duty. I got into Darkest Dungeon a little bit. Because oh. uh, my bird was squawking too much, and I thought maybe the neighbors would care about that, so I basically needed something without sound I could play while he cheeps, and I'd praise the cheeps, and if he'd squawk, I'd be silent. Oh. And I've gotten him to be a lot quieter, and okay. gotten pretty deep in the Darkest Dungeon. Hmm. Like, I've killed, I think, most of the bosses. Haven't touched the actual Darkest Dungeon yet, but I've got a lot of people at level 6, and a lot of fucked up level fours that I probably need to kill. <laughs> and it's just, I get it now. I get that this is a game that's going to make me lose three rounds in a row and I'm going to have to get rid of a whole team I liked. Just gotta, gotta bite it. Yep. Gotta get through it. It's going to happen. Yep. Gotta, and, they're disposable and it sucks. Yeah, and, and the problem, yeah, that's the problem is they're disposable, but you have to invest so much into them to get to the point that they can even compete in those later dungeons. Yeah, the only reason I'm still playing is that they added an option to recruit people that are, like, level 3. Mm-hmm. And it's just saves so much money and tedium. Like, I, the last time I played it, that wasn't an option. And it makes it not, you know, easy. Because, like, you, it's still a level 3 dude, but you don't have to keep buying the same armor and skills over and over. Well, just, uh, just remember to start by leveling up your town. Yep. Impro- improving the town is the most important thing you can be doing. Deeds are way too rare. Oh yeah, don't even worry about deeds. That that's like end game shit for once you've already maxed out everything. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, like they, you don't really need a lot of the weapon upgrades. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, oh, I see what you're talking about. I was talking about the the schematics for additional buildings. No, um, no, no. Yeah, you don't need just any like of that shit. getting the the uh, armor and health. Yes, yeah. No, th- that's what you want to max. You want to max that. You want to ma- max your stagecoach. You want to max your barracks. You want to max your stress heal shit. Uh, max out the town, and then that will way make it way easier to support your heroes. Yeah, I still don't like the grave robber, but I see what you see in her. Grave robber is fucking sick. She's awesome. Eh. <laughs> no, she is. She's she's like the she's like the high women, except her general DPS is higher, but she doesn't have the repost. And the high no. women's repost is amazing. The high women, oh, everyone's repost is amazing. Well, there's only two with repost. The, the man, man of arms, I love that dude. Yeah, but his damage is so low compared to high women. But what you do is you take a high woman and um and a man at arms, put him in a uh, put him on a team with a vestal and a antiquarian. The antiquarian can force the high woman to guard any attack that goes at her, so he will repost it. 
The man-at-arms can guard the Vestal, so any attack that goes at him, he reposts. So basically, you can cover the entire team, and any attack that comes in any direction will get a repost. Until you get shuffled. <laughs> no. No, you, you still repost no matter where you are in the lineup. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And like that, <laughs> I finally realized, like, I get why they debuffed, like, the Hellions, like, harpoon thing so much... Like, now it's a movie you use, like, if you're in a fight that's going to shuffle you around a lot. That's, that's going to bite them in the ass. I hate, I hate that they nerfed the Hellion so bad. It reminds they nerfed me of, her bad, but she's still pretty fun. No, she is, but it reminds me of all the nerfs they gave to the, um, um, the Amazon in Dragon's Crown. She was mm-hmm. so cool until they nerfed her. She's still kind of cool after the nerf, but she was way cooler before the nerf. <sighs> Maybe a little too easy. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. In, like, the opposite of the Sekiro way. <laughs> you mean it was easy? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I gotta, I gotta put Risk of Rain down. That's really good shit. That, it's, it's down now. Okay. I, I died. It's really good. Everyone should play it. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Now it's time for headlines. Headlines! <clears throat> In Overwatch news, they're buffing Junkrat again. Uh, <laughs> Border- Chance is not hit, please. <laughs> no. A uh, bunch of Borderlands news happened today. First of all, Tiny Tina's Robot Tea Party is announced. It is a tabletop game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Borderlands Game of the Year Edition is coming to Xbox One and PS4 on April 3rd. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex doesn't have to worry about that because he's got the real thing on PC. Mm-hmm. Borderlands 3 was announced today with a big, long trailer advertising lots of guns, some guns with the, some guns with legs, and no release window or platforms announced yet. We can safely anticipate PlayStation, Xbox, and PC sometime in the next year. So, I watched that trailer, and then I went back and watched a bunch of trailers for two, mm-hmm. and that Borderlands 3 trailer is not that great. It's really not. I did. I thought that was a pretty shitty trailer. Not compared to the Away trailer of two, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorite trailers, like, ever. It's a really good trailer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, hmm. It's more Borderlands, just like you wanted. It is exactly what I wanted, and maybe that's a problem. So it's not surprising you and you're disappointed in that? Oh, I'm not disappointed in it. It's more Borderlands 2, and I'm down for it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know where the story's going with this. They lost uh, the head writer from the last game. That might not be good or bad, because whoever wrote the uh, pre-sequel, I thought was actually a little sharper in the dialogue front. I hope that guy is writing this. Um, I like that Reese is back. That's Ritz really neat. Who's Reese? Um, Reese from uh, Tales from the Borderlands. I didn't play it. Reese was in. I didn't even see him in the yeah, trailer. Are you serious? He's got a mustache. Yeah, he has a mustache. That was oh, that was okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that was Reese. Yeah, no, like I, 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 I want the next episode. I'm into the story. I hope it'll be good. And on like. I, I, I like cell shaded games so much. I'm just happy when they keep coming out. I don't. With, I didn't need a big graphical upgrade, as long as the game not itself <laughs> is really good. Because let's be honest, Diablo three could have come out in 2005. I, okay, oh, yeah, I, I, I definitely think this looks better than the last one. Like there's, a little bit. It's a little a, sharper, and like the animation's a lot better. better. So what are they going to do for a villain now that Handsome Jack is like dead, dead? dead. Uh, these two guys. Okay. Yeah, they kept on showing these two people walking in slow motion. And Handsome Jackson AI now. Yep. That's true. So he's not really gone. No, of course not. You can never delete him. <laughs> that that actor's so much fun to work with, I bet. The guy who does Handsome Jack? Yeah. Because yeah. they, can't, they can't get rid of him. He's just always... The guy who plays Handsome Jack is so good, they can just keep bringing it back. I don't care. 
I, this is we're not going to see this until next year. This will be a, a spring game of next year. Mm-hmm. It'll be that weird that I February see, bunch. <laughs> I could see a November October for this. Really? Yeah, I could but, see this year. Yeah, early next year. Because like every other game like this would just just start fading from everyone's memory. The Division Two and all that other stuff might peter out just in time for this. Mm-hmm. I want more mm-hmm. Borderlands. I love that new siren. She looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood launches on July 26th. It is now coming to Switch. There's that a new trailer fun. for that, too, actually. I didn't see it. Does it look okay. any it's, better? Um, it's, more, it's more Wolfenstein. And it's more Wolfenstein. You know yeah. I've heard more excuses for killing Nazis. As long as I can play it effectively single-player, I'll be fine with it. I bet you can. But you've got characters, I mean, in the, in the new trailer, I can't remember her name, but the African-American woman who was kind of in charge of the Resistance. Yeah, she's back. She's back. Okay. And she's awesome. <laughs> she's, she's my favorite part of that last game, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Monolith Soft, makers of Xenoblade and contributors to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, are apparently hiring for a new Zelda game. Some of the visuals shown on the hiring ad reference stuff from Skyward Sword, uh, which, is, which most agree was a pretty bad one as far as Zelda's go. Yeah. But that'll go hand-in-hand hand with the new Switch coming out this year or next year. Hmm, good point. Uh, Enter the Gungeon will get one more final update with the Farewell to Arms expansion coming free to all platforms on April 5th. Wow. It brings with it new Gungeoneers, new guns and items, a new secret floor and boss, and something called Rainbow Mode. I mean, there's that's been, what, three years? Uh, roundabout, yeah. Ah, that's a long time to support that game. Good for them. I don't know why it's always indies doing the free DLC. <laughs> it's because it's those are the people that care the most about their games, and making a sequel is always risky. Makes sense. Um, the creator of the Senran Kagura series is leaving Marvelous Entertainment, citing the restrictions on sexualized depictions in video games. <laughs> he said he will continue to be the enormous boob game producer, which, you know, I'm fine with. <laughs> but if if he were to ask for any kind of feedback in going forward and making super sexy games, make all the girls over 18. So he's leaving because he couldn't make his games sexy enough. That's right. Because people kept on cutting the sexy shit from his games, like the touch me mode and North America, they took out the last one. Basically, he's not going to be making games for consoles anymore. You have to go to Steam mm-hmm. to see his stuff. So, No Man's Sky Beyond, a big free update coming this summer, will include No Man's Sky Online, a VR mode for PS4 and Steam VR, and, quote, something special they're working their butts up on but haven't revealed yet. Hmm. No Man's Sky and VR could be pretty great. I totally agree that actually, like, the idea of that makes me want to go play it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I might, it's, I might touching down again. on a planet never gets old. Yeah, I might, I might reinstall it just to give that a shot. It looks so much better now, man. Good God! Uh, the No Man's Sky VR was revealed at Sony's Nintendo Direct thing that they're calling State of Play. The mm-hmm. No Man's Sky VR announcement is literally the only thing from it worth talking about. They showed new trailers for games we already know about and reminded okay. us that some more VR games are coming this summer. Hold on, though. The latest Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Hit during the state of play. Uh, but let, let me just let me just read this headline here. They showed new trailers for games we already know about. Uh, I understand that, but, but that, that Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. trailer is an amazing. That trailer. was an incredible trailer. I totally agree. And yeah. then they showed a trailer that wasn't nearly as good for <laughs> for their own game for yep. Uh, uh, yep. Days Gone. Yep. Uh, but no, you're right. That Mortal Kombat 11 trailer was amazing. But when I think of the Nindies, you know what? It begins and ends Nindies uh, announcements. Mm-hmm. Like an actual announcement of something people want to see. Um, I was more excited for the news coming out of the last Nintendo Indie Direct than I was for the Sony Direct. So, 
Um, the game from Rick and Morty's creator Dan Harmon, Trover Saves the Universe, which actually does look kind of funny, will launch on PS4 and PSVR May 31st. I may check that out. Huh. VR, huh? Okay. Yes. Uh, Remedies and Remedy Entertainment's Control is out August 27th, 2019. That's not an exclusive, is it? Xbox? No, that is that is multi-platform. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and good. They're they're super excited about it. Like I've seen, um, I've read a bunch of articles where like someone goes over to Remedy and um, and just kind of hangs out with them for a bit. You can tell how passionate they all are about it. They're so excited to be working on it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Way Forward Games announced Shantae 5 this week, coming later this no, year. Six. No, 6. I wrote 6, but it's 5. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Shantae okay. 5 this week, coming later to PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Now, I like Shantae games. They're fun. Nah, the last one was... Nah. And, well. uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum was announced for <laughs> a 2021 release this week. <laughs> okay. Just wait. No, it gets better. Good Ma- luck with that. Made by developer Datalook Entertainment. Daedalic, of course, mm-hmm. are more most most recently responsible for developing Deponia Doomsday, The Dark mm. Eye Blackguards, mm. and Goodbye Deponia, none of mm. which I had ever heard of before I looked them up to write that headline. Excellent. <laughs> so we're getting a Gollum game, which everyone's been dying to play as Gollum for stuff. Uh, well, it'll probably I, be an adventure game, which I guess could work. I don't know. Like, I hope it's just, if it's all stealth, but even then, like, I don't want to kill people as Gollum. That feels no. fucking weird. And it's I don't want to sneak yeah. past them and not kill them in a stealth game. That's not fun. Anyway. <clears throat> so that's going to crash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bethesda this week announced that Rage 2, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and Doom Eternal will all be available on Steam when they launch in addition to Bethesda's own store. Followed it's, 70- it's fun that you have to say that now. <laughs> Uh, Fallout 76 will also come to Steam later this year. It's almost like oh. you've got consoles fighting on your PC, Alex. How does it feel? A little bit. I mean, there's no escape. <laughs> there's no escape. The console war is everywhere now. Yeah. Uh, Except Nintendo and Microsoft are like, let's not have a console war. Let's have a console friendship here. Let's go. Let's go. No, that's just like, let's have a let's have a temporary alliance while we kill this other guy. <laughs> that's also true, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> is that called an easy alliance? I don't know. Easy, I don't know. Does work? For it, that. it means you get you, it means you get Cuphead on your Switch, which is a good yeah, fit. Yeah, that's, that's, a great, that's just a great thing. Uh, Persona Five: The Royal has been announced for PS4. Looks like there will be a new female protagonist. So, same game, just adding more. Uh, I, I believe so. Like Persona Three Portable, uh, the PS3 uh, or PSP version, uh, they just add like added a female protagonist and it changed a bunch of scenes throughout the game and it changed who hmm. you could date obviously and stuff like that. Um, I don't think they did Persona 4 Golden but they didn't add a new protagonist to that one. They added so, a new character and you could befriend the murderer. Yes. Yes. And this so is fucking awesome. So this <laughs> is just going to be like Persona 5 but with a bunch more story stuff added in. Hmm, okay. I mean if, if it's DLC priced I'll think about it. No it'll be like a full release. But it, yeah, it might until be, it gets down to like twenty bucks, I'm good. Yeah, they they might ah. knock it. They might knock it down to forty. And then I'm never gonna play it. Um, if you were looking forward to the release of Sega's Judgment in the West, never fear. Apparently, its localization will not be delayed. But they've announced that the voice and character model of that naughty, naughty man who did cocaine will be removed from the game. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better, don't you? I yeah. No, oh, we're, we're we're Americans. We don't care. No, no. <laughs> And finally, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 was announced this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never played the first one. Oh, but I actually played the first one. It. Yep. It is, did, Alex, have you played that? No, I haven't. It's, oh, I played it. It. It, got, it got dated too quick for me. It did. You'll see. 
Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines was actually the first Source Engine game. It came out on the Half-Life 2 engine before Half-Life 2. Wow. And it was buggy as shit. I imagine. But once they got it working, that game was amazing. Because you've got these different um, casts of vampires, different versions of vampires. Not really a race, but different... Yeah, different casts, different levels of vampires. And what you chose dramatically affected how the game played out. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a Nosferatu vampire who looked like the vampire from Nosferatu with the pointy ears and everything, and he couldn't be out during the day. He just lived in the sewers. So the way you played the game was drastically different than you were like a highborn vampire who was fine in the sunlight and could pass for human. Mm-hmm. So just completely different ways to play the game depending on which you chose. And, I mean, the combat was shit, I'm not going to lie, but you could talk your way out of a lot of things, it was good looking for the time, it had this really great creepy kind of haunted hotel level, just out of nowhere it got scary. I mean, it was it was a good game, and people have been modding that game, like, to this day, there's a community that modding that game. I so, I, I, I have high hopes for this, when we see it hopefully sometime next year. It's got a budget behind it, looks like. It does. It does. I mean, that was all. It was all obviously like like pre-rendered cutscene stuff. That you, but if they you've showed. got pre-rendered cutscene money, you've got some backing. Yeah, that's true. So I, I tentatively excited just because the game exists and it's been like fifteen years or something crazy like that. Since I mean, the first we're ready to get back to vampires as monsters. Yes, please. I, honestly, yeah. I, I, if we can get rid of zombies and go back to vampires for a little while, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, they need a break. Mm, yeah, kings, zombies go away. <laughs> so yeah, I I am pleased that this game actually exists. So, all right. Did we lose chance? Did we lose chance? I'm gonna call it. Okay. He has been kidnapped by Sekiro, <laughs> and we might see him again next week. So, on behalf of Chance, Alex, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Yes, sir. <laughs>